Welcome to Rising Femme, a podcast dedicated to helping you rise higher in all areas of your life and leadership. I'm your host, therapist and mindset business success coach, Monique Harding. Over the last seven years, I've mentored thousands of ambitious visionaries and purpose-led leaders looking to expand their income and their impact, embody their fullness and connect with their true north. I'll be bringing you some of my favorite thought leaders, cozy solo riffs that mess with your stuck thinking, and powerful story shares across all things business, relationships, money, and more. If you're a bold, big dreaming woman ready to unlock your highest potential with confidence and unshakable self-belief, settle in. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode. I hope that you had the most beautiful weekend. The weather here on the Gold Coast has been nothing short of magical. Blue skies, slightly cooler mornings, just so gorgeous in the sun. And these afternoon slash evening podcast recordings for me are starting to become a little bit more habitual. I just, I love nothing more than most that like evening time of the day where I can see the moon rising out of my office window. I can hear the birds in the trees and the lighting is just starting to change so, so gorgeously. Like the sky at the moment as I'm looking out almost looks like it's this this shade of purple. It just feels so inspiring to be speaking with you all and bringing you content in this way. I know that I've wanted to do this episode for quite some time. It's kind of been on my my planning list since I started the podcast, to, to be honest with you. And it's a really interesting topic, you know, this idea of knowing when is the right time to invest in your business, to, to invest in yourself, I guess. And I wouldn't imagine that there would be too many people who are listening to this that would disagree with me that the world feels a bit uncertain at the moment, right? We've had cost of living increasing over and over. Everything's rising, fuel, groceries, interest rates, just not wages, right? However, I'm not really seeing a lot of people in the online space address this topic, which is kind of interesting to me. You know, as coaches, like we work with business owners and the economy affects business owners. You know, it affects how people are investing in in my clients, in the service providers who I support. I have people who are who are currently navigating startup product-based businesses, and the uncertainty is a, a really big factor in the investment decisions that that they are making during that that startup phase. So I think, you know, if if I'm speaking to something in literally um, the majority of my clarity calls in my conversations, in my um, in my Slack, in my, my coaching calls with my clients, it's probably a good thing for me to, to bring to the podcast, right? And I hope that from this episode, what my intention is that you'll walk away with a few different questions to ask yourself, almost like a bit of a process or a filter in order to really direct your thinking 
to know whether now is the right time or not, because I think that there's multiple factors that we should be considering during times like these. So at a meta level, we don't know how long these times are going to last, right? We know that they're temporary, but temporary for how long we simply do not know. You know, some people would argue that at the moment that there's been some positive signs that things may be starting to move. However, you know, nothing is certain here. There's not enough evidence for people to really be able to to lean on um, to know when things are going to shift. But I do think that keeping in mind that truth, that idea that this is a temporary climate, this is a temporary season, is really, really supportive. And I record this episode with that in mind. So if you are someone that's going, we are in this, Monique, for the next 10 years, it's probably not going to be the episode for you because a lot of these other things that I'm going to speak to are just not going to feel really congruent with your current way of thinking. And I'm basing that assumption of this being temporary from research in terms of what the economist predictions are based on history and based on a whole heap of very complex layered factors that I, as an economist, do not quite understand, right? So I'm not qualified to speak to them. My my professional background is in psychological science and certainly not economics. I think I did one subject on it in my business degree in my undergrad and I probably just slightly scraped through. So not the person for that, but I have a very basic meta understanding enough to, I guess, understand how business, of course, is impacted by these kind of times. So Also, I guess at that meta level as well, something to keep in mind is that there are various grades of privilege here. Yeah. A partner who uh, has some or somebody who has a partner with a really secure job on a high income that covers their monthly expenses is likely going to feel much more safe and secure making an investment in their business during these kind of times. Whereas a single mother who is the sole income provider for her children is perhaps going to be a little bit more risk adverse. And look, I'm I am stereotyping a little bit there, but I think that there's also a lot of truth to say in that too, in terms of um, what economic responsibility do you have within your family? Now, I did take a look at the research prior to recording this episode, which does suggest that those businesses that invest during economic downturns do tend to outperform their peers post, which I think is probably unsurprising, right? Because there is likely going to be a lot of people that will act from a place of fear during these times who will become incredibly risk adverse, who will enter a a holding period. And I do think, you know, there will be businesses where that is absolutely the right decision, you know, and we're going to speak through some of the the question process to ask yourself uh, in a moment, you know, that will 100% be the best decision for you, for your team, for your business, for your family, whatever the, the makeup looks like. However, there will be others of you where there is incredible opportunity 
during these times. And these might be the times where you can really expand, where you can really stand out from your competitors. Because I often think that, you know, there's probably not really, you know, standing still, is that even really a thing, right? It's almost like if you're not progressing and everybody else is progressing, if you're there standing still, you're kind of going backwards because the bar is continuing to evolve. So that is something really useful to keep in mind. Of course, filtering this through your own discernment of what I'm going to speak through now. Oh, hey, it's still me, Monique. I'm just interrupting this super momentarily to let you know that enrollments are currently open for my Rising Femme Mastermind experience. This is where I will support you over six months to strengthen your CEO psychology, solidify your simple, sustainable strategy, and take aligned action towards the highly profitable business and life of your dreams. We're going to up-level your whole identity to match that next level that you are so bravely working towards. We start on Monday, the 29th of May, and the early bird special ends Friday the 5th. You can DM me now to find out more or head to moniqueharding.co forward slash rising femme for more details. talk to this really simply because I think it's so much easier to just keep it simple. You are all incredibly intelligent, discerning human beings. You're going to apply, of course, your own unique circumstances to things. So if there's parts of your story, if there are parts of your lived experience that I do not cover here, um, of course, I'm leaving that for you to apply and integrate into these broader processes that I speak to. So as a business owner, you're likely sitting there right now with a number of different choices available to you. And I think the choices that you are seeing as being most inviting or uh, as being the best way forward currently are intrinsically linked with your belief system. So I guess the choices as I see it, again, keeping it really simple would be number one, does your business even carry on, right? Like is now the time to shut up shop? I'm going to assume that that's not you currently, although like seeing you, if that's been a thought of yours (laughs) over the the past couple of years um, in what I guess we've all navigated as entrepreneurs, I think it's a very normal thing to kind of have those thoughts of closing the business, going back and, and working for somebody else. And also let's not make that wrong either, right? Like it's great to be an employee. It's great to be an entrepreneur as well. However, they're just very different, aren't they? Um, Anyway, I digress. So that's an option. It's an option. Kill it, close it, sell it even. Uh, Then we've got, you know, this idea that or belief that our business will weather this. I think where you go from there, though, is different. So is it a matter of our business will weather this and come out stronger the other side? or our business will weather this and survive it. So you can see even like the thinking, the mentality is slightly, slightly different there. And I think a reason why people 
see these in uh, see see the options as being so so different to them has a lot to do with their relationship to uncertainty. Now people respond to uncertainty in a really predictable way. It's like we have a relationship with uncertainty. It's hardwired in our nervous system. You know there will be those of us that are perturbers who want to blow it all up as soon as life feels a bit uncertain, as soon as things are either going feel like they are decreasing or on the opposite it might feel like they're expanding too fast. Uh, We'll want to stop it, pause it, close it. Then there'll be the withdrawers who want to head down, bum up, just forge through until brighter times. It's like I'm the survivor, right? Then there'll be the risk aware, but who are perhaps a bit more balanced, almost like the both and people, right? That they're aware of the risk, but they do their numbers and they know that it would be a smart time for them to differentiate themselves in the market. And then there will be those who use this time to make sure they stand out, invest in themselves in a really big way. And it would be very simplistic for me to speak to this and for you to walk away thinking that all of this is belief system, but because of course it is not. It's likely that there is a hell of a lot of critical thinking alongside all of this. But I think it's important to acknowledge that there's a belief system underpinning this, right? Almost like a hard wiring from a psychological perspective that is informing the way that you're currently feeling around how you want to take your or the direction that you want to take your business. I also want to point out that during these times, during times of uncertainty, of unpredictability, your thinking does tend to be a little more extreme. You might be sitting there going, oh my goodness, I feel so seen. But what I'm noticing with my clients is that there's a tendency for them to make things about themselves, to almost make personal meaning around behaviors of potential clients, of customers, that knowing these women, they wouldn't have typically done that, right? Even six months, six to 12 months ago. So I think there's increased sensitivity and a tendency for us to personalize things. Now, an example of that might be that perhaps 12 months ago, you would average a few sales calls a week, Typically on those calls, you would follow up with a proposal and you'd hear back from the person within roughly 24 to 48 hours. Now you might be finding within your business that that follow-up, uh, that you're not hearing back from the people within that time frame, regardless of whether the sales call has, has gone well or not or the general vibe that you got from it. And you are finding yourself increasing your follow-up. Well, hopefully you are. Hopefully you're not just letting them go. And this is a really common thing in the market at the moment that, you know, people are more discerning. They are more risk adverse. There's more fear present. So they're likely going to take a little bit longer in their decision-making. And I think as service providers, that is such an opportunity for us to just create so much safety and certainty in our sales process. You know, it's something that I'm working on with a couple of my clients at the moment, actually, is just really reviewing what does that sales what does that sales process look like within their business and 
how could we most refine it to reflect the current economic times? Because times are a changing, yeah? Times have already changed, to be honest. It's just if you haven't kept up with that, if you haven't continued to review your business practices, you will get left behind and you'll be one of those people who is personalizing everything, thinking it's there's something wrong with you when that is not the case at all. It's a changing economic market. It's a changing economic climate, which means that people's buyer behavior is going to change. You know, this is psychology. This is why all business, I say it all the time, all business is psychology. You understand humans, you understand human behavior, you understand business. So that is a big part of all of this, right? Um, I can't even remember where I left off there. I feel like I went down such a tangent of giving you some examples of what that means. Um, Oh, yes, the extreme thinking. So we do have that tendency to make things about ourselves or about or even about what we are constantly told the meaning is. You know, at the moment, there's lots of narrative around people can't afford it. People aren't buying as much. No, people aren't investing as much in their business. Yeah, you could subscribe to that thinking and that will likely lead you a different result on your sales calls as opposed to you having a mindset of, you know, people will always invest in their business. Uh, They will be more discerning during these times and they will require certain things from me that perhaps during more abundant times they have not. So just a slightly different way of thinking there, but something to note within yourself, particularly from a self-awareness practice of where has your thinking been a little bit more extreme and is it perhaps blocking you from building your business during these times, from continuing continuing to expand, to scale, to grow or to maintain whatever your, your current goals are. If you're listening to this and you are identifying as one of those two types of people in the groups that I spoke to before. So the risk aware, but move it forward people or the people that kind of have their their own individual economy within themselves, um, who are choosing to invest in themselves in a big way, who are choosing to live from that abundant place during this time, then these filters, these uh, questions are going to be really supportive for you because I think it's it's actually not a bad thing. It's kind of a great thing to be a little bit more discerning in the buyer process, right? You know, the online business world has been booming. The, the coaching industry, the consulting space, the creative space, like we've had such incredible abundant times for quite a while now, right? We've had a pretty good stretch However, I for one am celebrating that my clients are being more discerning. It's allowing me to have really incredible, rich, deep conversations with particular with potential clients as well. You know, conversations around like what does this investment look like for your family? Um, you know, showing that I really care, that I, I want to know about how this impacts their life, like both positively in terms of like what would this provide for you, but also like the very real reality of, you know, I want to know if there's like pressure created from this because I want to know what psychology my clients are coming into working with me from. It's a really important thing as a coach or as a, a consultant or a service provider to be aware of. And that's one of the, the key tips that I have for you is, 
you know, when you are in this buyer process with a potential service provider, regardless of whether it's you're looking for support or coaching or some kind of consulting creative work, really owning your fears throughout the support selection process. You know, there's so much value in you being super honest and transparent with, say, a potential coach about your fear around the current economic climate, around your goals, perhaps, of you know, really wanting to focus more on customer retention or diversifying income and the the worry about moving that forward during these times. I think number one, it's great for you to be able to speak it out in the presence of a, let's, I mean, the example we're using is with a potential coach. Um, it's also really helpful for you to see how they walk you through that on the call. Yeah. It is a massive red flag if that person is dismissive. You just need to lean in. Oh, don't worry about that. It's an energetics thing, right? Like very dismissive in terms of your current reality, your current lived experience versus someone who is able to speak you through the complexity of the both and who is able to make sense of that fear for you, who is even able to talk you through some potential contingency plans that may make you feel that little bit safer, where it's still a bit edgy, right? But it's not so far out of your safe zone that you're going to have a have a panic attack. So I think that that's helpful both for your own internal process, but also to have that experiential um, element within a sales call of almost seeing how that potential coach provider speaks you through that how they can hold you in your current mindset. The other thing, I guess, even before you get on a call, right, you need to be thinking about and reviewing, I guess, your business plan of what is the priority right now? So what do you need help with in your business? Is it community? Is it strategy? Is it marketing? Is it tech? Is it administration? Is it mindset, psychology? You know, are you somebody who you've got a lot of self-awareness and you just know, hey, Monique, I need someone who can keep me steady through this. Steady and scale, right? They kind of go hand in hand together. And my third tip there would be to set a budget around it and stick to it, you know? The dollars may feel stretchy, but they shouldn't make you feel unsafe. I think there is a really big difference there and it is so important. And that comes from a place of knowing your numbers. Do your numbers because there is nothing better for your nervous system, honestly, than knowing those numbers, knowing your expenses, knowing your revenue versus profit with your current commitments. What subscriptions do you have? What contracts are you locked into? Do you have contingencies? Like, it, to be honest, it's probably unlikely. Well, I don't know your unique situation, so I can't say that. But for the majority of my clients, it's very unlikely that they would be needing that contingency plan. But do they feel a hell of a lot more safe making investments in their business, knowing that there is a contingency plan in place? Absolutely. Yeah, it's almost like 
just this deep sigh for your nervous system to go, oh, okay, like we got this, right? Um, Because as I said, yes, times are temporary, but we don't know, temporary for how long? So I hope that that's given you just a few different filters to start to to think through whether now is a good time or not to be investing in your business. If you are feeling pulled towards making this time an expansive one for you and navigating it in a really calm, regulated, sustainable way, I think there is so much opportunity during times of uncertainty for us to to up level, probably more so, to be honest, than times of certainty, because we can kind of deal with these very predictable ways in which you relate to the uncertainty and which anxiety comes up within you. And I would love if you were one of those people to invite you to have a chat with me. I have opened up some times in my diary over the next couple of weeks, and I will pop the link in the show notes for you to book a time directly and we can chat through some of your business goals and see if there is an alignment there in terms of working with me using my unique framework of sustainable strategy, aligned action, and CEO psychology. It's been such a pleasure to talk you through this. I can't wait to hear all of your thoughts, and I look forward to being back with you next week. Big love. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you have gained some new insight and ideas from today's episode. I would love nothing more than to hear from you. Tell me your greatest takeaway, how you're going to apply it, and why not share it in a review? It is honestly the biggest compliment that you can give to rate and review or share this with your people on Instagram. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, moniquearding.co. You can get a free copy of my quiz to identify the one area that you're needing to work on now in order to increase your impact and income and level up in your life. Big love and I'll see you next week.